Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into the flagship on this November 30th, 2023. Oh my God. Only one month left in 2023. We've reached the end of it all. Ben Mintz is here to close it out with me and usher in the winter wonderland Christmas time. Hey, Mintz. How we doing, Ben? Uh, you know, doing well. You were taping us, like you said, on the last day of November. And, uh, man, what an eventful year. And, you know, we got a lot to get into, man. Great season for Ole Miss. Uh, obviously, the portal's super heating up. Ole Miss basketball off to a great start at 6-0. and uh, super excited about the Memphis game Saturday. We talk college football playoffs. Man, there's a million things we can get into today. Well, we've been talking almost weekly for months now. We didn't talk before the Egg Bowl. And now that the Egg Bowl is coming going, what a terrible game. But Ole Miss won 10 and 2, the second ever 10 win regular season. Doesn't matter what the bowl is, if they win either the Citrus Bowl or New Year's Six, then Ole Miss would secure its first ever 11 win regular season. What did you think of the Egg Bowl? And what did you think of the finish? All right, look, I'm one of these people, and I know I'm like a rosy, glass-half-full guy, so, I mean, I probably try to look for the good. I, mean, I don't give a crap how ugly that game is, man. Rivalry game on the road, like, these things are going to be sticky no matter what. Look what happens every time Bama goes to Auburn, no matter how much better than they are. I mean, that's just like the thing what makes college football great is when you're playing these blood rivalry games on their home field, it's always going to be tough. I mean, it doesn't matter how much better Ole Miss is. So, yeah, the offensive effort wasn't as good as you want, but Ole, you could feel the fact that Ole Miss had Micah Pettis and the offensive line injuries. I thought that was a big factor. I don't give a damn how ugly it was. We won say, <laughs> Ole Miss won by 10. They won 10 games. You know, you look back on the year, and, you know, you beat every team that wasn't Georgia and Alabama. You beat LSU. You won your Auburn games against LSU and State. I mean, I thought it just unbelievable. So, you know, I don't give a crap how ugly it was. I was thrilled to win it. And uh, the stream, Brandon, I went to Thanksgiving at Brandon Walker and his family's. I saw. And the stream, we got 330,000 views on our Egg Bowl stream. I was one of them, man. I had to, I had to see. I had to see. Yeah, well, it was funny about the game was going in, he was like, we have no chance. But then the way they played on defense to take that 7-3 lead in the third, it made him buy in mentally to think yeah, they had a chance. And then we just took then we handled them. So it was kind of like the perfect storm in sequence. Um, but yeah, just uh look, I don't care that it was ugly. We won. And you know, you look back on this team and you know, I I don't want to say I'm a realist, but I mean, we won it. We squeezed Lane squeezed every drop he could out of this team to win 10 games, to win every game that wasn't Bama and Georgia. You know, you win close games against LSU, the comeback against LSU, the AM game could have gone either way. Arkansas was leading us the fourth. Auburn game was tied in the third. We were losing the two lane at half. We won every single close game. And uh, I think that's like a testament to the culture for sure. Well, it's interesting too because, you know, leading up to the Egg Bowl, you and I talking every single week, we we brought up the coaching carousel. The silly season was coming. And one thing we touched on before, we were which uh, SEC job would come open first. You predicted Texas A&M. You said, man, I'm telling you, Mike Elko is going to be the head coach of Texas A&M. 
And sure enough, Mike Elko is now the head coach at Texas A&M. Jeff Levy, former Ole Miss offensive coordinator, is now the head coach at Mississippi State. What do you think? So the Elko A&M thing, a and is such a weird place. I think Elko, the fact that he's been there and he was the defensive coordinator on that Orange Bowl team during COVID, I think that's a great fit because he understands that culture. And I think it's just such a weird dynamic with them. And you got to have a guy that buys in and, like, is all about that. Uh, and so I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, obviously the Mark Stoops revolt thing was was pretty wild. Uh, Ross Bjork just you – know, who knows? Look, can uh, we but, just uh, say, I mean – I got to give Ross some props because I have no problem with Ross personally. We we had a great relationship, but professionally, man, disastrous, catastrophic, like these ugly events keep happening and he's at the center of it, but he's found a way because he's a survivor, man, to absolve himself of any and all blame whenever shit goes wrong. Cause that's twice now. I mean, look at old Mrs. Search. He was going to hire Dave Doran and then pivots to Matt Luke. Suddenly same thing happened here, except, he had to go to Duke to get Mike Elko, who was essentially down the hall with this program like Matt Luke was. You know, I mean, this is a former staffer here. So it's – give him props, man. I have no disrespect or no love. You know, I, I don't dislike Ross at all. But still, geez, man, like at some point, look in the mirror a little bit when this stuff gets messy, you know? Yeah, I think Elko's a good fit for A&M, though. Uh, you know, I like what he did at Duke. Uh, yeah, I think – you know, he's a defensive guy, but it seemed like when Riley Leonard was in there healthy, they were scoring points. He's got a decent grasp on offense as well. And so I think A&M could have done a lot worse with that hire. He gets the culture. I think, you know, I think that one makes sense. The Levy-Mississippi State move, I mean, you see what they're thinking. They're trying to get an exciting brand of football back on the field. You know, you know, you look at the way Dan Mullen developed quarterbacks, and then you had Leach. Like, you want to have a good offensive coach. Uh, Levy's also well-connected. Obviously, the Brawls are like his in-laws and all that, but he should be able to put together a decent staff with his connections. Uh, you know, he'll run up to – you know, you know what you're getting with him, obviously. He was our former offensive coordinator. You saw what you're getting at Oklahoma. You know, he'll make their brand of football at least exciting again. And, you know, I think he's facing a real tough next year because they're losing a lot of guys and it's a little bit of a rebuild. But uh, I get the move. You know, I don't think it's a bad move. The thing with Levy – it's going to be all about his defensive coordinator hire because he's an offensive guy, and so he better have a decent defensive coordinator, uh, or that could be a problem. But, you know, I'm happy for Coach Lab. I've always liked him. And the, the, Did you see that con- his contract? Yeah. He gets $1.5 million per Egg Bowl win. Per Egg Bowl And he gets win. like 50 k if he's SEC Coach of the Year, and he gets $1.5 million per Egg Bowl win. To win something. the Egg Bowl. And, and the first thing he sees when he gets off the plane is a sign that says, go to hell, Ole Miss. He's probably going to hire DJ Durkin as his defensive coordinator. That's what I've heard, too. Here's my thing. I agree with you. It's a good hire, in my opinion, for Mississippi State for what they need, what they're looking for to modernize um, Mississippi State, both offensively and just in terms of brand structure and and how it's supposed to look in 2023. Having said that, they could not have made a more Mississippi Mississippi State hire for 2023 than Jeff Levy because, I mean, you're immediately inviting, I said it to Brian Haydad, Dollar General, Brand Lane, Kiffin. I mean, that's going to be the fun that Ole Miss fans have with it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you, you hired from the tree. Yeah, no, I mean, it's that's very obvious. And Kiffin's been trolling, and it's funny. It's great. I mean, it's, it's great. It's great. It, no, it is. And so, you know, I, I, I see their logic. I just think that people got to be realistic that they're – it's not a one-year fix, though, for Levy. I think they're – I mean, they're facing a, a five or six win, you know, tough rebuild year. We'll see what they get at quarterback. You know, I know they're going to hit the portal. Uh, obviously, Will Rogers already announced he's out. So, you know, who they get at quarterback will be, you know, very, very key. But, 
you know, I, I think they're facing uh, an, an uphill battle. I mean, just bit. think about this potential bitter Ole Miss like tour next year for Mississippi State. Jeff Levy is head coach and KJ Jefferson at quarterback. I know. I saw that KJ. They were saying he's thinking about state, but he's a Mississippi guy, so I can see it. He's from North Panola. I mean, the whole story coming in. I mean, coming out of high school was. Ole Miss never gave him the offer, or when they finally did, it was too late, and it it's always rubbed him the wrong way. And here he is with an opportunity. He's supposed to be going to the NFL by now. He's got one year left. Might leave Arkansas if he ends up at State. Oh, the Egg Bowl stories write themselves, Mincy. Yeah, and also you got to factor in that KJ Kendall Bryles is his offensive coordinator at Arkansas, and Kendall, Bry you know, that's Levy's brother-in-law. So you see the connection already there to bring him to State. So here we you know, go. It's all intertwined, baby. But. Riley Leonard's going to leave Duke and now go, He's to, Notre go Dame. to Notre Dame. It looks like. Yeah, Notre Dame. Hugh Freeze still can't guard uh, fourth and 25 plus. I Boy, mean, come man, on. I just, how do you only rush two there? We saw it, though. We saw it with fourth and 25 at Ole Miss. Yeah, the fourth and 25 at Ole Miss, though, was so fluky. Yeah, he threw the sure. first freaking thing back over his head. This was stupid coaching. Only, only, only rushing two. And, like, I mean, how does that guy get a one on one man to man in that spot? When you only rush two, I mean, I don't know. I think I just feel like you see this in pro football too. Like anytime people are having like hail mary situations, you got to just try to get after them and like mm -hmm. don't let them sit back there. Like you got to play defense, people. play defense. Yeah, and you yeah, you but send send people. A hell of a Bama Georgia game this weekend that I know we're about to talk about. Yeah, a, a, a big game coming up. It's the SEC championship game. Um, uh, it, it's obvious, though, I think, that Auburn not beating Alabama because then you want Alabama to lose that and then lose to Georgia, and maybe Ole Miss gets into a New Year Six. Now it seems like the Citrus Bowl, whatever. The well, college the Louisville-Florida State, we need Florida State to beat Louisville because if Louisville beats Florida State, they get in the New Year Six and we're definitely out. So we need Florida State to win that, I think, is a real key one. Yeah, that's the key one. Okay, and but, but most likely they're going to the Citrus Bowl. I'm trying to figure out and put my mind in the brain of the incomprehensible, which is the selection committee, the collective brain of the selection committee. And the le the latest rankings came out for the college football playoff, and Ole Miss was number 11, which is good, but Missouri's ninth. They're just on the eye test stuff with Missouri, how they look, you know, blowing out Arkansas and Tennessee and fighting with Georgia. And it's, you know, you look at Ole Miss played a way tougher schedule. Ole Miss beat LSU, who Missouri lost to on a common opponent thing. Uh, you know, I think it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And it just seems like Missouri probably is going to get the peach overs. See, I thought that was a blind resume. I thought it wasn't about necessarily the look test. I know, but they're now the committee set. I mean, they don't know anything. And the thing is, is that at least this last year, we're worried about the four-team playoff. Because, like, can you imagine if this is one year from now, we're talking about Ole Miss being the 11th seed in the playoff and, like, yeah. going to Ohio State. You saw Ross Dellinger's bracket. There was Ole Miss at Ohio State, and the winner played Washington. Oh. Uh, uh, I know. Uh, We'd be there with bells on, man. Oh, dude, we'd be getting ready for a playoff game in Ohio. I mean, dude. But, you uh, know, I I think one thing, though, going forward that isn't getting discussed as much as it should that's the best thing ever for Ole Miss is, like, getting Bama and Auburn off the schedule is unreal for us. Dude, it's unreal. What a break. Did not have to play Saban and not have to deal with the freeze-Auburn thing. Like, next year, you know, you look at it, I, I believe, you know, it's – you know, I, I, it's the, the home games are Kentucky, Oklahoma, Georgia, and State. And the road games are South Carolina, Florida, uh, LSU, and uh, – crap, I'm forgetting one. But, Texas you know, it's like – yeah, and A&M. But it's like, you know, it's not having to play Bama and Auburn. Like, the path to 10-2 gets a hell of a lot easier. Well, that, well that's the crazy thing is, like, when you look at Ole Miss's returning offense potentially – 
they could have the vast majority, including their starting quarterback in Jackson Dart, back next season. You're talking about a true returning contender in the agent NIL when usually it's completely overturned. Now Ole Miss is about retention and also filling need spots like the offensive line, maybe a wide receiver replaced Trey Harris, but they're ready-made to compete next year. And I'm with you. It's crazy to say Georgia's won back-to-back titles. They're the favorite twin again this year for back-to-back-to-back titles, and yet getting them at home is – for me, like far more gettable for Ole Miss than getting Alabama just because I've been around Ole Miss my entire life and Ole Miss doesn't beat Yeah, well, I'm – you know, I know the freeze stuff is fascinating, but, I, you know, that Auburn game is going to – I know we won this year, but it's – you know, that that's going to be – would be a headache this whole year with freeze. So, I don't hate that's not on there either. Um, sure. So, it's probably the Citrus Bowl, but I'm trying to put my, my brain in the same space. I, I don't see the eye test. If, if you had to settle the debate, if you were in that selection process – and I know you're an Ole Miss guy, so it's going to be impossible not to be biased here. But do you think – I mean, I think they should just put them on the field and let them sell it together or get in the Peach Bowl or something. You know, that'd be perfect. Yeah, I just – I think when you go 10-2 and two and you win, the only losses are to Alabama and Georgia. And I think the overall body of work – I mean, and just not even factoring in, but the win at Tulane, they have, that's their only loss. They're looking at – a you know, if they beat SMU, they're getting a BCS Bowl. So that's a really good non-conference win at Tulane. And then Georgia Tech actually ended up having a decent season too. So – I don't know. I just think the full body of work is better for Ole Miss. And but uh and as far as I'm concerned with bowls, I mean Citrus Bowl, Iowa, I'll be honest, like I ain't making that. But if we get cotton bowl against Texas. Oklahoma or Texas, I'd go I'd try to go to that or I'd go to the beach. Uh the out the outside shot of Oklahoma or Texas in the cotton bowl on December 29th would be night game and Jerry World would be really that would be really soft. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank. Local. Invested. Modern banking. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Cisco Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Talk of Champions Podcast Network is brought to you in part by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. 
It's getting close to the end of 2023. If you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes, call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation and they'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives. Whether it's the Vault Society or Empower, both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign for Ole Miss Athletics. Or if you're working on estate planning, call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. For further information, call 662-915-7159. That's 662-915-7159. Or visit givetoathletics.com. That's givetoathletics.com. It's the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'll be there regardless. I'll be at the Citrus Bowl. I'll be there at the Peach or the Cotton Bowl. I was going to be in Oxford this weekend for Ole Miss basketball against Memphis. And I was excited about that, one, because Ole Miss basketball is still undefeated, playing well. Musa Cisse just got cleared. So a big piece. Brandon Murray could um, be next potentially to get cleared. That's still up in the air. Uh, but Musa, he's in. So everything kind of coming up. You know, good for Ole Miss basketball right now, Miss. You're going to be in town. What yeah, that's a great now? segue into what, what I've got planned this weekend. Uh, you know, I've got a really good relationship with Chris Beard, Brian Berg, our top assistant. I got to text him all the time. And Beard's – we've got a pretty funny like, – I'm not saying we're, like, super close, but we text yeah. and stuff, and he's been hammering me. Like, when are you coming to a game? Like, super into it. So, uh, I, I'm going to be – you know, I'm coming to the game on Saturday, 1 o'clock against Memphis – uh, doing just, I guess it's like a Memphis theme Saturday because at uh, 8 a.m. I'm running the St. Jude half marathon at Memphis. Uh, I'm driving Chicago to Memphis Friday, doing the half with uh, some Ole Miss people, good friends of mine, and then uh, party at AutoZone Park at the end, and then I'm going to drive, do the game in the pavilion at one. So going to be a great tough Saturday. Life. Tough, tough life. Yeah, man, dude, this St. Jude half, though, man. This is, uh, you know, I'm 40 years old, and obviously it's been a long journey to get here. I never thought I'd run a half marathon at 40. Uh, I've got a donation link up on my Twitter right now. You know, all the money goes to St. Jude. I mean, I'm not like trying to annoy, but I feel like I'm, you know, I'm always asking, I feel weird. I'm, I'm in like such a public spot, but I feel like I'm always asking for money, whether it be Grove Collective or Hogs or whatever, but 
Having said that, I mean, there's nothing more noble than supporting St. Jude, uh, helping these families fighting child cancer. They never get sent a bill. And, you know, we'll just call it what it is. I mean, a lot of stuff's happened to me this year, good and bad. And I, I'd really like to close it by running this half marathon and raise a lot of money for these kids. So, well, I'll be rooting for you. If you have the means, please donate. Even yeah, if it's five bucks. Donate, donate to Mincy. Cheer them on. Like, I'm fired up for you. Oh, I'm uh, going to tear this thing a new one, dude. I mean, I'm good. Dude, Talk like, your I'm, shit. Talk yeah, your dude, shit, I'm, uh, This is the best uh, – you know, I've just gone – going back to June, I've been just been going so hard and changed everything about how I eat and live. And so, uh, I'm so excited for this. I mean, I, I just – it's it's going to be one of my favorite accomplishments ever. What do you do daily? Like, when you get up, what's the first thing? Because you told uh, me I go, I'm a big breakfast guy. So, I go eat – I've gotten to where getting older, I love, like, eating eggs and drinking coffee to start my day. So, I always, like, eat an omelet or eggs or, you know, something and some bacon or meat and some coffee, but just never eat bread or potatoes. And then I – try to work out, lift or run. And then I go to the Barstool office like mid to late morning. Um, and then I'm in here until like five or six usually. Um, but yeah, yeah but, but you made it. Like, sugar, he, he you know, I just me. watch the sugar. I mean, I enjoy Thanksgiving, but I, you know, I really watch my sugar intake and uh, obviously I don't drink. And then I, you know, I lift weights twice a week and I run two to three times a week. And I mean, I don't know, man, I just live for it. And hey, I realize that I'm just looking for tips, man, because, uh, I saw a picture of me from the ULM game and said, God dang, I really enjoyed football season. You know what I mean? I could get my ass yeah, up well, and going. Yeah, it's tough, dude. It happens, man. Um, you know, but I'm just excited. Like I said, the St. Jude thing's going to be great. Uh, pumped to be in the pavilion. You know, I, I was so, that effort Tuesday night. I mean, I'm not saying NC State's some, like, elite team. They're solid ACC They're squad. We beat, we beat the dog crap out of them. Held them to three of 25 from three, nine block shots, forced 13 turnovers. And you mentioned if we can get Brandon Murray, you know, Brakefield had 25, you know, with him and Morrell and other Murray. If we can get Brandon Murray, we just, it's just, do we have enough scoring? Because I think mm -hmm. the rim protection and the coaching and the defense and the effort and the support in the pavilion are all there. I think we got all that. I just well, think, if, if, can we score enough points to be good? Well, see, here's my thing with this basketball team. Um, this is no disrespect to Kermit. I love Kermit to death. That's my guy, man. But oh, I love Kermit. They, these games, him. there's been a lot of a lot of consternation. Oh, Ole Miss is only beaten so and so by one. Detroit Mercy by one or three, whatever. It uh, lesser Ole Miss teams, especially in the last couple of years, dropped those games. The, and the Temple games. win was a good win on the and road. The Temple though. wins a good I mean, win we were on the a road. Slight favorite pulled yeah. it out a close one on the road. You know, I mean, I do. That was a good win. Yeah, you got four returning players. The rest, all sixteen or twelve of the sixteen, are completely new. They're yeah, what they are today. And we're getting people. eligible now, but yeah. and we're waiting on Brandon Murray, the NCAA dragging their feet. Look, and what what the but what they are today is not what they're even going to be tomorrow. Let alone two months from now. I mean, this is transfers playing together for the first time. They may know each other, but they're playing together for the first time. Getting guys like a CC, potentially a Brandon Murray, and the idea that this team is undefeated. And today, I think Andy Katz released it. He's got Ole Miss as a tournament team right now. Um, with Brandon Murray, I think they're a, a overwhelming favorite to be a tournament team. His worst team, his first team, and yet I think this team could beat any of the last four teams for Ole Miss basketball. And that just goes to show you it's different, man. And this Memphis yeah, game. Yeah, and also the thing is, too, is like we're doing such a good job with the Grove Collective NIL. We're getting money to, to beard keep getting transfers. And, you know, I think that we have the resources with the pavilion and a great facility. And a fan base throwing down money, you know, I think this could be a, I mean, I think this could be something really, really special. So I'm, I'm all in on it. 
Uh, and I'm going to, you know, support it as much as much as I can. I'm trying to start doing, I did a post game video the other night. I'm going to try to start doing post game videos. There you go. We got, we got to build the culture with them, man. We got to talk about oh, it. Dude, I just, yeah, I mean, we've all, look, I mean, we've all want, you know, uh, we've all waited. We've all want to see Ole Miss, Ole Miss basketballs, you know, had some good years, obviously won the SEC tournament and, you know, almost made the sweet 16. And then, you know, when me and you were real young, the Justin Reed team that made the sweet 16 against Arizona and, you know, the Keith Carter, Rod Barnes teams, they were good, but, you know, I want us to be just a consistent tournament team, the fun atmosphere in the pavilion. You know, I think that that's very – I mean, I think that's – at a minimum, that's coming. I think with Beard, we could be top three to five program with SEC. I think it's very possible. Well, last thing, if you had a pick, who would you, who would be your four playoff teams right now? Okay, uh, Georgia for sure. Michigan, you just can't get around it. Um, it's just the winner of Oregon-Washington's getting in. It's very obvious. Uh, the fourth one's the debate, and this is what sucks, but I think, and I know the committee's like you factor in injuries and all that, but, like, I just – if Florida State beats Louisville, you can't punish them. Here's why. It's one thing if they just went undefeated in the ACC, but they scheduled LSU and Florida non-conference. And I think the fact that they scheduled both LSU week one and Florida at the end and go undefeated in the ACC – I just don't think – like, it'd been, if they'd have done what Michigan did and played, you know, FCS or MAC schools non-conference and the ACC's weaker, I'd say you can't let them in. But the fact that they did that LSU week one and, you know, not saying Florida's great, but at least they scheduled like two powerhouse SEC programs, you go undefeated with that schedule, how do you let them out? I think that you just can't do it. Um, and so that – so I think it's Georgia one, Georgia versus Florida State in Sugar Bowl and Michigan versus Oregon or Washington in Rose Bowl. Uh, is what I think. Uh, the only thing that sucks is everybody's got that Georgia TCU game on their mind. And if Georgia plays Florida State and in, in New Orleans, they're going to just bloodletting murder them. I mean, that you know that. And like yeah. the thought with the committee, like think about how hyped the Georgia Texas game in New Orleans would be with like Texas and the money and all that. So, but I, the thing is though, I, I kind of like Bama plus six against Georgia. Uh, I think Bama's got a shot here. I think people are overreacting to the Auburn game, and I think Milrow's legs on the George, on the the field at Mercedes Benz on that turf. I think he's the great equalizer because his running can keep him in the game in the second half. And if Bama beats Georgia Saturday, dude, They're what in. the hell happens? They're in. It's going to be there. They're in, in, but like, what happens to Georgia? They're in. You know, too. like, can you really knock Georgia out off one game? They so then it would be Bama Georgia. And then Michigan against Oregon or Washington. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can tell. I just feel like with the Pac-12 ending, they want to do a last big Rose Bowl playoff game here with Michigan. Which which is perfectly fine. Yeah, I think that seems obvious. But I'm all about Alabama this weekend. All uh, about dude, it. Give me that. You know, you know, two years ago when they beat them in the SEC championship, you know what the line was in that game? It was Georgia by six and a half. And Bama History won. repeating. Yeah, History I just repeating. think. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I like Bama in six. I, I, I really do. Uh, I, I'm not saying I love it, but uh, I just think, you know, you look at the series, I mean, these games can go either way. These coaches know each other. Bama's got an elite pass rush, too. And Carson Beck hadn't been getting touched, and I think they can hound him a little bit. So, I'm on. Uh, and I think, like I said, I come back to it. It's just Milrow's legs on that turf are very hard to account for, and I think that that could be, you know, a big, big thing. If it is the Citrus Bowl for Ole Miss, I mean, is it locked in that it's going to be Iowa? Can it be yeah, anybody I mean, it could else? Could be Penn State, maybe. Um, I I, like Ole Miss, Penn State would be cool. Like I'd love to play a brand name like that. I just nobody wants to see Iowa. They just drag the life out of it. They're gonna muck the game up. 
My sister-in-law, she's from Iowa. She's got an Iowa helmet and an Ole Miss helmet in her office. So, well, I just like you know. Iowa, playing Iowa, though, like, think about this. If Boring. Ole Miss wins, it's like, cool, whatever, we beat Iowa. But if you lose, it's, like, really annoying. Um, <laughs> but, like, if you beat Penn State or you beat Oklahoma or you play Texas, it's, like, brand names and exciting. So, obviously, that's what I want. Uh, but like I said, the Cotton Bowl thing, as long as they don't put together another Oklahoma State matchup, because we've, we've – We've had enough of that, but uh, if it was Oklahoma or Texas in the Cotton Bowl, I mean, I, I think you'd, you'd be seeing an appearance for me on that for sure. Jaden Daniels is winning the Heisman, right? Because I had a buddy of mine try to argue that Bo Nix deserves it. It's just not, no, no. Watch it. Like, I, I I mean, I get that Nix is winning, but like to do it against the SEC defenses compared to the Pac 12 and then just what Daniels has done this year. I mean, he's actually had like a statistically like better season than Burrow had 19. Which and, everyone yeah, the at the time there, said I mean, was well, the Lamar greatest. Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Robert Griffin both won on nine and three teams. You know, I don't think there's a precedent for Daniels not to win it here. Uh, so I, I hope he does. I hope he does. And, you know, I also – I mean, I catch flack about it, but I support Daniels. And I'm I'm real close friends with Joe Sloan, the LSU quarterbacks coach. Uh, I used to cover Louisiana Tech when he was office coordinator there for five years, and he's a really good dude. And the job he's done coaching Daniels – you know, Daniels last year was one read and then run, and now he's third third progression, fourth progression, steps up in the pocket, then runs, and I think that's a testament to what my guy Joe Sloan's done, and I hope he gets a head coaching job soon. So I'm I'm here to support support my guy. He's here to support me too. His guy Ben Garrett. It's Ben Mintz. Oh, one more thing. Wake up, Mincy. Hey, wake up, Mincy. Back Tuesday morning, eight a.m. Let's go. Yeah, Good. we're back. We're doing this week uh, working on production dress rehearsals, all that stuff, segments. But it's coming back. It's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 8 a.m., probably 8.45. So we're, we're back, you know. Uh, I feel like it's kind of interesting. Like, this whole year has led to this half marathon and Wake Up Mincy coming back. And, like, now they're both happening. And, dude, the Chicago thing is tight. Like, I mean, it's cold, but everything else, our office is great. The work environment's great. I got an awesome new place to live. Uh I, it's really hard for me to find negatives right now. I mean, I'm just very excited about. Well, you know, are we short still on uh, the brick the brick watches? Because we're still a little, but I sold a couple more. Um, uh, as he flashes it in the screen, I see. Yeah, you no, we're, we're like we're not doing bad though. I think we're like mid thirties, so like it's not like it's unattainable. And I got some ideas, so you know we got to pick it up because fifty. You, you said fifty, Bruce. Yeah, I should have said forty, but I think Dave. Anyway, I think Dave. We're I think we're good and good enough either way. But I'd like to get to fifty. Well, he's been um, mints of Barstool Sports. He's he's just a hustler. You're doing so much, man. You're going all about uh, town. You're going to go to the friggin' Memphis. Old, then we go to the Old Miss Memphis game yeah, this weekend. Yeah, I'm doing that. And I got a poker tournament in Minnesota next See? weekend. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. Man, it's tough, like it's tough being mincy, right? Man, it's just uh, my theory on it is if you're always on the pulse of what's relevant, people are going to click on it, though. So I try go. to be everywhere all the time, you know? You're the best, my friend. I appreciate you. I enjoyed it. Yeah, thank y'all. And uh, like I said, um, a donation link for St. Jude's up on my Twitter, please. Even if it's five bucks, 10 bucks, I don't care. You know, please support it if you can. It means a lot to me. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.